Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hey mamas, welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I am so grateful that you are taking a few minutes of your busy day to spend with me. And I just pray that it is encouraging to you and it equips you and it helps you to feel like you are just a little bit more capable of sharing Jesus with your kids, not because of what I've done or who I am, but because who God is and what he is speaking to you. And so I pray that um, just this podcast is a little bit of Christ speaking to you, the Holy Spirit speaking to you and encouraging you as you minister to your kids, because you are your kid's primary pastor, you and your husband, and you are their pastor. You are the one who knows them and loves them and the one that God is calling and equipping daily to walk with your kids as you point them to Christ. And so I am just so honored to be a part of that. And so, yeah, so this is the second week of Advent and I love Advent. I love this season and not only because of all of the fun that goes on, but Advent is the start of the church calendar. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the liturgical calendar. And so as I was preparing our Advent bonus series, I started thinking about uh, how some of you may not be familiar with the liturgical calendar. It's something I wasn't familiar with. I didn't grow up with it. I didn't really learn about it until um, I worked at a Presbyterian church. And and I kind of fell in love with this liturgical calendar and just the idea that we can form our our life and our schedules around Jesus. And the calendar, the liturgical calendar, when you look at kind of the scripture that is provided for each day and a lot of the holy days that are in it are based on the life of Jesus. And if my goal is for mine and my family's life to be following Jesus, then being able to add that to our calendar and our rhythm of life is just one more one more way to do that, to follow Jesus and to kind of live in 
a rhythm of celebrating who he is and what his life looks like here on earth. And now this, the liturgical calendar, I'm not saying is something that is required. It is not in the Bible to, to practice, to follow. It is just a piece of church history that can benefit our, our faith and our family. And so uh, none of this is mandatory. I think, I mean, there are definitely things that God requires of us, and this is not one of them. So this is all just, um, as I've said with some other spiritual practices, like this is a spiritual practice for a calendar, for the rhythms in your life. And I think that there are so many spiritual practices that we should do the ones that bring us joy, bring us closer to God. Spiritual practices are designed to bring us closer to God. So if this following even bits and pieces of the calendar bring you closer to God, then I want to encourage you to seek that out, to learn more about it, to try it. If it's something you're not interested in, go ahead, skip this episode. Um, But I think you will hear some really um, interesting things, um, maybe new things, some new ideas to help your family live in a, a year, an annual rhythm of grace and worship that uh, you might not do if you only look at the regular calendar. So um, the liturgical calendar, again, is used by lots of churches, lots of denominations around the world, including many uh, Protestant denominations. It emphasizes the life of Christ. And for us as followers, there's times of growth. There are times of preparation for our hearts. And there are holy days, holidays. Uh, there are feasts. There, you can get real deep in this. And there are scripture readings for every day. If you follow the lectionary and the Book of Common Prayer, there are lots of resources depending on how deep you want to get into it. I don't do all of that. Uh, some people just follow the big ones like Christmas and Easter, adding in Advent and Lent uh, are great. That's a great option and a great place to start. So I think it can be helpful for us and for our kids as a way to remember that we are not alone, even within our church. Our church is not just worshiping alone as one church. We are a part of the body of Christ that is worldwide. And by celebrating things that other Christians around the world are also celebrating at the same time on the same day can be really impactful as well for me to think about that historically going back. One of the things that I love, not technically from the like, it's not from the lectionary, uh, which is where the liturgical calendar comes from, but it is in a church calendar um, it is World Communion Sunday, which is the first Sunday in October. And I love on that Sunday to take communion and know that people around the world are also sharing this meal and that people in history have shared this meal, including Jesus. And to me, that's just really powerful. Uh, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Like 
just the fact that we get to share a meal that Jesus, Jesus shared with his friends then, and we get to share it still thousands of years later with people from around the world. And so just having one day a year to to remember that that, um, that is something that brings us such unity, I just think is really powerful. At least it is for me. Um, and my oldest daughter loves communion. And uh, I think there's something so powerful in remembering that and doing celebrations like that, even if you're just practicing it within your home, but being intentional to acknowledge that other Christians around the world are doing that same thing. Um, Again, it gives us a faith-based rhythm to our year. It's it's different than just the the regular calendar that is set, you know, starts January 1st. This one has a little bit more flexibility on when it starts uh, based off of four Sundays before Christmas is the first Sunday of Advent, and that is the first day of the year. And so this time of preparing for Christ's birth is what starts our new year. Um, there's something just really powerful and beautiful about that. And then as you go through the year of the liturgical calendar, you watch his birth, then you celebrate uh, Epiphany, which is the recognition that Jesus is God. And also um, some denominations recognize that as a as a day to remember the wise men coming and visiting Jesus. Um, that is where the 12 days of Christmas come from. It's 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany. And so fun fact, 12 days of Christmas happen after Christmas, starting on Christmas and then go on. It's not before. I did not know that until I started working at the Presbyterian Church. And our church practice they um celebrated epiphany every year with a pizza party and so that was just kind of fun and i didn't know the 12 days of christmas before that um so then you know and then we have different sundays that recognize um, parts of the life of jesus so obviously there's holy week and the resurrection there's the ascension pentecost um there's Trinity Sunday and Jesus is King Sunday. I mean, there's lots of fun ways that you can celebrate these and bring more joy and life and play to a regular Sunday, right? So Jesus is King. You know, you could make crowns and and sing songs particularly about that. You could have a royal Sunday. Um, remembering that because Jesus is King, we are sons and daughters of the King. And, um, you know, that would be such a fun day and a beautiful way to recognize something from the liturgical calendar. Um, so just that focus of Jesus and learning more about him through these different Sundays that are represented in the liturgical calendar can be really powerful for your faith and for your kids' faith. Um, so if this is something that you're interested in, you can make a calendar. I, I think a good way to start, I mean, depending on how deep you want to get, if you just want to pick a few Sundays 
like special Sundays and recognize them, go for it. Again, like Jesus is King Sunday, um, Christ the King Sunday, I think it's called, is, you know, that's some low hanging fruit. You can go for that. And that would be fun and a beautiful way to in- incorporate this and to bring about that intentionality and that shared celebration and unity with other Christians around the world. If you want to talk about the actual calendar and the church season and those rhythms as a whole with your kids, there are some fun and playful ways to do that. One of the things you can do is decorate your home or maybe just a small little altar area with liturgical colors. So each season of the church calendar has its own color. And um, so Advent is purple. Christmas is white. Um, Lent again is purple. Pentecost is red. And then there is a Easter is white. And then there's a lot of season, a lot of the during the growth seasons, which there are two longer growth seasons, and those are green. Some people also do Advent as blue instead of purple, just so that it's different from Lent. So that's that's an option too, depending on where you want to go with that. Um, but decorating with a few of those colors, making a banner um, for Advent this year, I made a wall hanging using purple yarn and some different shades of purple ribbon. And I just kind of knotted, looped them on a dowel and then hung it on the wall. And uh, that is just a simple way for me, my family, to see the colors of Advent. And it's a little reminder. Um, And it was also a really uh, fun, easy thing for me to do during, you know, to have that little bit of creative artsy time just for myself, playful time. I actually made that during an Advent retreat with Christine Sign. Uh, I shared with you about that and she was interviewed a couple weeks ago on the podcast. So um, that's one way is decorate with liturgical colors and your kids could make decorations. They could do a art um art project with that. You could also make your own calendar. Now there are really fancy calendars that you can buy. If you wanted to go all in and spend a chunk of money, uh, you could go check out Godly Play. They have a really great quality liturgical calendar, wooden, and each Sunday is represented with a little um, wooden kind of bead in the right color and it goes around in a circle. The church calendar is a circle to represent that it's ongoing and beginnings have end beginnings and all of this. Um, and so I'm going to link to the Godly Place story about the liturgical calendar. I think it's a really beautiful story and I love the way that um, it's presented and the wonder and the mystery that they really bring across through their story. So you can make a calendar, you could buy a calendar like that. You could also make a simple one using beads and putting them on a string and counting the number of Sundays. If you go to 
Pinterest. There are a ton of ideas. I will link one in the show notes. And then again, another playful way would be to find a new feast or festival uh, to celebrate. Does your family celebrate Pentecost? Last year, this past year, we celebrated Pentecost and Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit comes and it is recognized as the birthday of the church. So my girls and I, we made a birthday cake and we decorated it with flame colors because of the flames of the Holy Spirit. And then we sang happy birthday to the church and we obviously put candles and we talked about the Holy Spirit coming down and it was just really fun and simple thing. And my girls weren't used to celebrating Pentecost. And I think it was just a fun way to bring that into their life in a way that's not just reading the story or playing with the story. It was, um, it made a little bit more sense because they are part of the church and we are celebrating the church's birthday and they understand who and what the church is. And so that was just great. So But there are lots of fun holidays that you can recognize. Uh, So I'd love to hear back from you and tell me what, what do you think about the liturgical calendar? Is it something that you and your family uses already? Are there bits and pieces that you already do? Or is this something that you might want to try? You know, maybe you've already been doing Advent. You want to add Lent in as a preparation time for Easter. And then did you know Easter is a whole week? There's like things that lead up to it the whole week. And that can be so fun and playful and helps us to see that the resurrection is huge. Like it is life changing in the biggest way possible. And just to be able to walk with Jesus throughout that week and walk your kids through Jesus's week can be really powerful. And so those are some of the things that I just think are really beneficial from the liturgical calendar. And I just love the history and the the depth that it com- that it comes with it and and the tradition of knowing that we are doing something that Christians have been doing. We have an opportunity to bring new life to things that others have been celebrating and recognizing for hundreds and thousands of years. So mamas, go and play with the liturgical calendar. Um, next year, maybe I am going to do like a a New Year's thing on the night before Advent, like Happy New Year's, um, Happy Church Year or something. I don't know. So, um, but it's just another opportunity to help us kind of focus our rhythm on God and his people um, and just this rhythm of grace and celebration and preparation and growth that comes from the liturgical calendar. So moms, on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. I love you guys. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.